0: Shabbat shalom. My name is Nicodemus. I was a great teacher in the Sanhedrin, the Jewish ruling council during the life and times of Jesus Christ. I had acquired great wealth and respect in the council and synagogue during my early career. Even though I was not educated, even though I was honored, I was strangely attracted to the humble Nazarene and the lessons that fell from his lips. The way he exercised authority in cleansing the temple of the buyers and sellers. They impressed me, he, he must be from Yahweh. I was afraid that as a Jewish council, we should not plan against one so filled with the Spirit of God. After hearing Jesus speak, I anxiously studied the prophecies relating to the Messiah. And the more I searched, I was convinced he was the one who was to come. I watched. He healed the sick. He cared for the poor like none other. Oh, and I I saw the joy they had after just being in his presence. I knew he was sent from Yahweh. Now, I, I was a strict Pharisee. I was very proud of my good works. I was benevolent. I was liberal, always sustaining the work of the temple service. And I felt secure. I was in Yahweh's favor. And yet, the kingdom this Nazarene talked about, it was so different. It was not about bigotry. It wasn't about worldly ambition. It wasn't a place where you kept a tally mark of every good deed you had done in this world. No, it was different than tallying every rule I kept. I needed to talk to him. I needed a one-on-one, if you will. I knew that a public interaction was once so radical. This might bring me scorn from my fellow members of the High Council, so I decided a secret interview would be necessary. I learned from a special inquiry, Jesus' place of retirement, where he always went to the Mount of Olives. So I waited until the most of the city was fast asleep, and then I sought him out there. Once in his presence, I I felt strangely timid. I mean, I tried to keep my composure and, and dignity as I addressed him, Rabbi. We know that you are teachers come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him.
1: Very truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again.
0: I was stunned. I mean, as he looked at me, I felt like he could read my very soul. He knew I sought the truth. And so I asked, how, how can someone be born when they are old? Surely they can't enter their mother's womb a second time to be born.
1: Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of a God unless they are born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear the sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit.
0: How can this be, I asked?
1: You are Israel's teacher, and do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, We speak of what we know and what we testify to what we have seen, but still, you people do not accept our testimony. I have spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the son of man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him.
0: I was humbled as his words penetrated my mind. I needed that Holy Spirit. I needed to be born again. I took Jesus' lesson with me that day and carried it in my heart as. I continue to study the scriptures, looking to hope to find life for my soul.
2: story is about my experience of meeting Jesus of Nazareth. My name's not important, but I'm known to many as the woman at the well. I am a Samaritan. We are the descendants of Jacob, very proud descendants, but we are despised by the Jewish nation. In fact, we are bitter enemies. In my culture, water is considered the gift of God. I would gladly draw water for any of my fellow Samaritans. I come each day from the village to draw water from Jacob's Well. I usually come by myself later in the morning, closer to noon. You see, I'm not well respected by the women of my village. My lifestyle of mini-husband makes me the target of much gossip. So I'd rather come alone. One day, after filling my jar, I turned to head back to the village. A man asked me for a drink. I was shocked. He was a Jew and he was alone.
1: Will you give me a drink?
2: I questioned him. You are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me? a drink.
1: If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water.
2: I was confused. Sir, you have nothing to draw water with and the well is deep. Where are you gonna get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock?
1: Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life
2: eternal hope welled up in me. Sir, give me this water so that I don't have to come here and and be thirsty and, and keep coming to draw water from this well.
1: Go. Call your husband and come back. I have no husband. You are right. When you say you have no husband, the fact is You have five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true.
2: I trembled. A mysterious hand was turning the pages of my life history. Who was this man that could read the secrets of my life? sir? I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem.
1: Woman, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what, what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in the truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is Spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the Spirit and in truth.
2: I know the Messiah called the Christ is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us.
1: I, the one speaking to you, I am he.
2: I was so overjoyed that I left my water pot and I ran back to my village and testified, come see the man that told me all the things I ever did. Is this not the Christ? The people of my village returned to the well to listen to him. They did not want him to leave. They invited him to stay in our village, and he stayed with us for two days. I met the Messiah. I am waiting for his return. This ends my joyful remembrance. Jesus followers, I pray today that you renew your desire to have the Holy Spirit, our living water, in your heart.
3: Friends, as we look at these two followers of Jesus, their lives can be no different. On one hand, we have Nicodemus, who was so sure of his place in the kingdom of God. I mean, he was educated, I mean, he was wealthy, he was a leader in his church. He gave frequently to the synagogue for upkeeping, for services. In his community, he was respected by his peers. But it's this man that Jesus said needed to be born again, needed to receive the Holy Spirit in order to enter the kingdom of God. On the other hand, we have the woman at the well, a woman who was a despised Samaritan. Even in her own community and nation, she didn't even follow the expected moral laws of the women. Many people would have seen her, looked the other way, and completely ignored her. But not Jesus, not Jesus. Because he came for all of us. He came to take away the sins from our past. To the lowest of the low, he offered her living water. Friends, please take from these Bible stories and let the Holy Spirit fill you. Please pray today that the Holy Spirit fill you and gives you a taste of this holy living water. Let us pray. Dear loving Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this opportunity to come together and to praise and worship you. We thank you so much, Father, for the gift of your Son who came down to give us the living water and to give us the opportunity at being a part of your righteous kingdom. Father, we ask today that you guide us on our journey to be filled with your Holy Spirit. Father, we ask for your grace and your love, and we thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.